Welcome. This is ActiveSpirituality.life. It is a weekly forecast program with astrology and a guided meditation activation to help you make the most of your week. It's run by Pamela Cuccinell, that's me, the astrologer, and Susie Mazzoli, Master Healer. We invite you to find out more about our individual work, Susie Mazzoli, susiemazzoli-healer.com, or insightoasis.com for astrology. You can also find both of us at activespirituality.life, and we look forward to your joining us every week. Please share with your friends. Here we go. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Active Spirituality with Pamela Cuccinell and moi, Susie Mazzoli. Welcome to the week 32 of 2021. Pam's going to tell us all about August uh, the 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th, 13th, 14th, 15th, and I'll jump back in with our meditation. And uh, we are in the middle middle or somewhere we're in the summer up here in the northern hemisphere how's it going for you pam it's going beautifully where i am it's rainy season and so i wake up in the morning and everything feels clean or it's getting deluged and then it feels clean within a couple of hours so that's quite delicious i'm very grateful for the rain because as we know our planet is quite compromised weather-wise right now. And uh, we actually have a lot of people where I am who have uh, escaped from California or Oregon. And the first thing they notice is the breezes and that they can breathe. So blessings to anyone who lives someplace that is weather-challenged. I think we all need to be aware of being conscious and doing what we can to get the planet on a better equilibrium. And I've been reflecting a lot that as humans get on a better equilibrium, it may well affect things geocentrically. I wonder wonder what Susie would say about that. So we'll we'll bring that thought in perhaps at another conversation or later in the call. So Monday the 9th, we are at the threshold of the new moon energy, which happened yesterday. The thing to keep in mind is that with that Leo new moon, as I think about it, I believe its biggest emphasis is creative prioritizing because of the way the new moon was configured and we may be feeling this in the wee hours of Monday morning as we're staring at our whatever our to-do list is or however we organize our week or our day or if we organize our week or our day but the thrust is about really focusing on what it is you want to achieve during this lunar cycle and going for the next several months and even a year creatively because Leo is about 
the divine child life force that we all come in with. We all have this seed energy, whether we're aware of it or not, that's about what is my unique contribution to the world. And some of us are plagued by that. What is my purpose? What is it I'm here to do? Others just sort of drift. It's just enough fulfilled or happy. And as my dog is expressing, this is my purpose. This is what I'm here to do. And her focus is totally on protecting or announcing or being that vibrant canine energy that she brings in and which makes me think of the fool card those of you are familiar with tarot and always in the card there is an animal uh, depicted that is leaping or going forward or hunting or smelling or just into the world as animals can do and so that energy is similar to what it is I'm expressing, where if you know that kind of energy or desire, it's like, let me smell this, let me go here, let me run here, let me let me leap forward <laughs> because I see movement, even the, if I don't know if that's dangerous or auspicious, let me run towards it. And this new moon speaks very much about what is intriguing you, what's dangling in front of you, what engages you. Is it something you want to pursue or is it something you want to hold back, shelve or consider for another time or just use it as creative stimulus trigger and it's not really anything you're going to act on. And this can have to do with romantic fervor or something that attracts you that is nothing you'd really pursue or um, interface with, but it gives you a creative stimulus, trigger, energy, catalyst. And so early this morning on Monday, think about where am I putting the different things that engage, energize, attract me? Is it something I'm going to pursue? Is it something I'm using as just fodder? Or is it something that I need to put over here because it's just going to distract me? And when we make those decisions, the moon goes void, of course, at 8.23 a.m. Eastern time on Monday morning. And then it enters the sign of Virgo at 10.56 a.m. So if we've made those decisions and are clear about which way we're going once we get into this week, we are really going to have a productive several days because the um, the way the moon travels has so much to do with gathering force and power. When it's in the sign of Virgo, it is gathering a momentum that really has to do with let me put my muscle to this task. Think about someone who's weight training or involved in martial arts. And a lot of the work throughout the experience is about this is this is hard or this requires focus. And anyone who's weight trained or done any of these disciplines knows that 
the perfection is in being totally present with the movement because if you're distracted, if you're singing along to music or uh, checking out people in the gym, you're not putting your total focus on I am lifting this amount of weight in this way that my body is really firing up certain muscles and totally engaged in. Focus is essential. Like Simone Biles, who uh, declared and admitted she could not hold the focus required to spin herself in the air and land solidly on ground. It's that kind of energy that we can all employ. Now, not to be the greatest gymnast in the world over the next several days, but we can engage that kind of power and focus for each of us individually in a way that has to do with what is it I'm bringing into the world, whether it's Something very mundane, like I am going to do my personal best in my exercise or training, or I am going to organize this kitchen so that I really am able to be productive and spend time efficiently when I prepare meals, or I am going to go into surgery and uh, give this person the best quality of life I can possibly give them, whatever the next couple of days mean for you. It is about taking that Virgo moon energy, which is precision, attention to details. What is the routine to allow productive flow, but with the creative thrust of that Leo new moon that happened on the weekend. So we can tweak, um, stimulate differently, come up with new ideas, fresh eyes, whatever it is that we're trying to bring forth and make happen in our project or um, task or relationship. On Monday, there is a picture in the sky between Neptune and Venus. And this is an interesting picture because Venus is love. It's how we attract what we deserve, what we feel we value or how we are valued in the world. So it has to do with money as well, because money is the exchange we use in our commerce or how certain things are valued or <clears throat> supplied. So Venus is in 180 degrees from Neptune, from Earth's perspective, and Neptune is the higher octave of love. <clears throat> So Neptune has to do with how we're all connected in the big universal unconscious, how we all are one. And it brings to mind, to me, what I was saying at the beginning about how when human beings are so polarized and are not working together in a societal in societal goals, it has an effect 
on our entire planet because we aren't we aren't working as one not only are we not working as one we are in denial that other people other societies other ways of being uh, our neighbor uh, someone in another country another discipline profession political party these people we separate from and when we separate in ways that are not recognizing the whole then we limit the potential of love <clears throat> so the venus neptune opposition is really calling attention to that so on monday you may personally experience this kind of chasm or separation or polarity with something that you value or care about and what you ache to achieve in loving harmony. So it, it brings into kind of clear focus, even though we may not understand or really see it, how separation makes us less. And so, as I mentioned with the moon in Virgo, it, it, it's one of the archetypes is surgical precision. So we think in terms of how can we look at this chasm and how can we in some way bring salve or some healing energy to the separation and even if we do it in a very small way which is just a kindness or allowing someone to be or voice an opinion or need or way of being without immediately slamming down a door or negating or dehumanizing the other then we start to massage or add some healing to what is really a huge illness on the planet right now this total separation of ideas people love anyway <laughs> so in just a, a smaller way, it might be tolerance where there or allowing is another way. I would say it where you allow someone to voice opinions that usually you would just shut off and you hear and then reflect back. That, um, that is ways that we can start to hear, acknowledge, validate other people and when we do that things start to soften more forgiveness the ability to come together begins so tuesday the 10th similar energy to what i was talking about with this virgo momentum for really making something powerful or moving through things that are hard by taking one step at a time 
Do not be overwhelmed by the big picture. Start where you can start. And every step of the way, every moment of the way, just keep pace with what it is you hope to achieve or move toward. And do not get overwhelmed by what seems to be unconquerable because it always will be unless we start, unless we start with little steps towards whatever seems to be unachievable. We can all make it happen. On Wednesday the 11th, the, let's see, the high opportunity charge time goes um, from very early in the morning until that moon goes void, of course, at 7.22 a.m. So early birds or people who are kind of pushing something out in the late evening on Tuesday or even even on Tuesday, just know that the, the crest of that um, powers through in the early morning on Wednesday. And the moon is void, of course, at 7.22 a.m., at which time we should ideally just take a breath. And uh, moon in Virgo, void, of course, excellent time to purge emails, do things that have to do with how do I tidy up and get things in order uh, without really starting anything new. You can work on things already in, in process until the moon enters Libra at 4.08 p.m. Eastern time. And once it enters Libra, this is really like higher octave than even the past couple of days with being able to open to opportunities through relationships, diplomacy, um, conversations, cultural overtures, do things that get you out of whatever feels like uh, narrow focus. Uh, go to museums if possible, hear music, uh, stimulate yourself with something that awakens or allows more engagement with things that lift you out of yourself into a more connective realm. And that goes on through the 12th, where we can continue to have conversations and make connections that are going to take us places that we want to go or hadn't even imagined we could go. On Friday the 13th, actually, it's a, it's a really good day, which it often is, is what I find with Fridays the 13th. But this one, the, the piece to be aware of is in the morning, there can be some power struggles or um, tug of war back and forth with things that need to be discussed, even if you didn't know they needed to be discussed. But 
what's great about it is that we can really move ahead or fall into opportunities with anything that has to do with the arts, networking, um, ways that we become more through others. It's it's a very, very strong morning, uh, late morning into afternoon. And the moon goes void, of course, at 4.39 p.m., doesn't enter Scorpio into, until 8.01 p.m. And once it does that, then it's wonderful to be with people who you can have intense conversations with or some really plum research turn things over understand it's it's a it's a deep kind of evening and that continues into the 14th actually the the weekend is really very powerful for the connections that make us feel like we have uh, gone through a doctorate program in <laughs> understanding other human beings, and which it, and may and it may only be yourself, you know, which is actually uber important because the more we understand ourselves, the more productive and able we are to relate to others in all situations. So fabulous weekend for research, deep diving, um, therapeutic work, uh, creativity, uh, deep, deep stuff. Um, Moon goes void, of course, at 11.05 p.m. on Sunday night. And that's a beautiful time for restorative sleep. And now I turn it over to Susie. Okay. Thank you, Pam. So is there any one particular thing that you feel I should be focusing on for the meditation from this big week, another big week? Yeah, um, I would say um, the most important thing, especially as we go into uh, Monday, is uh, creative prioritizing. Like, what is it that you really want to pour your creative focus on this week? Okay, let's juice up the creativity. And for me, that's very much a second chakra type of energy. Okay, thank you so much. I invite everybody now to take a deep breath and just settle into your seat. And let's bring all of our attention to the second chakra. So that's just a little bit beneath the belly button and visualize it as a ball of orange, beautiful, strong orange light in this middle. So in, on that central channel, if you visualize a uh, like a beautiful core of white light that goes from the top of your head all the way down through to the base of your spine 
And you can also visualise it going all the way down your legs, through the middle of your legs, in between your legs, really. And just visualise that on that core, that central core of white light, you have these beautiful balls of very bright and very pure coloured light. And at the base, the first chakra is red. And then the second one, again, just a little bit beneath the belly button, visualise a beautiful ball of orange light. And let's focus now on that orange light. And let that orange light be very, very strong, very radiant. And see that ball a little bit like a size of a tennis ball or something? And then see it. See that ball now opening up. And as it opens up, it starts to become bigger and bigger. And the orange light now is all inside your legs, all inside your arms, all inside your head. And now you are full of this radiant, glowing, bright orange light. And you can feel the tingling. It feels also very sweet, dynamic, active energy. And as that orange light now is filling your mind, filling your spirit, it's filling every single little cell in your body. And everything is beginning now to resonate with that frequency of this second chakra orange light. And as we're feeling this energy, it's beginning to really open up all of our creative channels. Our channels for anything we'd like to create in any direction, in any way. Absolute freedom of creation with all that we have at our fingertips, with all of the energy of our life, with all of the intelligence of our mind, with all the experience of our spirit. And really tapping in now to our actual individuality, that that creativity really comes, it originates from a completely unique source, from a source within us, within me. And that is absolutely unique. It is from me, from my energy, from my experience, from my mind, from my spirit. And just really begin to marinate in that, that 
wonderful feeling of your uniqueness, of your specialness. There is no one else on this planet that is exactly you. And when we create, when that well of creation opens, when it begins to really expand and come forth, it is coming forth from this place within you that is only able to come from you. And let's remember that. Let's actually celebrate that, that individuality. And just feel now that there's, a, there's a, an energy, an incubation, feeling that fertility within ourself of creativity. And then allow the mind now to come into gear and to really have some sort of clarity. Imagine that you've just washed all the windows of your mind. Everything's like sparkly and clean. You can see out the window. And visualise in front of you what you would like to create. It might be something tangible. It might be something very 3D and realistic. It might be something that we could see or hear or feel. And if there's nothing that you have particularly in mind, just think about what you would like to create as a feeling or a state. And to know now that all of this energy is available to you to create, to be in that process of manifesting in this world. We might be creating projects or things. We might be creating relationships situations, whatever it is, just feel all of that motivation and really check in actually with your motivation. Like why is it that I wish to create this from where is it coming and what is its purpose and what does it bring into the world? And perhaps we can really bring our attention to the fact that we can bring magnificent things into the world now to help people and perhaps we can really concentrate on bringing things in now not just for ourselves but for the greater good to ease the suffering in the world to increase the joy to increase the innovation to increase the happiness to increase the peace. So perhaps even if we don't have anything in mind or anything that we really want to do for ourselves, perhaps we could really 
just focus on creating something that can be beneficial, even a prayer, a song. And as we feel that energy now of creation and focusing in, let it be for the highest good of all, we feel an extra strong urge, surge of energy coming in, helping us along the way, like a wave when we're body surfing, pulling us along when we tune into the highest good of all, when we tune into doing things for others. And as we feel this tremendous energy, we allow it to sit now in our mind, in our body, in our heart, in our spirit, so that we can slowly or quickly jump into action and be the exquisite creative beings that we were born here to be on this planet. Gently we open our eyes. Gently we arrive back full of this tremendous energy. Thank you, everybody. Have a wonderful week. And thank you so much, Pam. And we will be back again next week. Thanks, everyone. Love now. You have been listening to Susie Mazzoli and Pamela Cuccinell of activespirituality.life. If you've enjoyed this program, consider a donation. You can find the link for that, activespirituality.life. Regardless, we look forward to having you join us again for next week's podcast. Please share and Have a great week.